Spider-Man the game, good. I'm late to the fucking party, but uh, it's a great way of just like killing a bunch a bunch of time. Um, uh, the swinging mechanics are amazing. Um, Johnny is taking a picture of the Walgreens uh, Pepto-Bismol. Um, these are things that I see and think. The thing that I see before me, also, I do see Johnny's Pepto-Bismol too, and I also see the dice bag and... <clears throat> This is, uh, Gable's going to be a little bit down here today because of sleeping times. <laughs> and that's, and that's it. All right. I think, I think we're good on. God, where is All this, although my levels look bad now. What the fuck is happening? Because you're a bad man. Oh. Mm, you are a bad man. No All weed right. for you. the information broker, the reference desk, with certainly more questions than answers, I think. You meet up with Travis outside, who now has a rabbit's foot, or have you concealed that? I've concealed it. So the last thing that we need to see is the stables, really. Well, we're looking for a bird, potentially for Travis, so we should go with him. Should we head to the information desk, or...? Okay, let's just... (laughs) What? No. Hmm? We We just did it. Yeah. Hmm? We just went to the what? information What time desk. do you think it is, Travis? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. This man is covered in watches. All he is is watches. <laughs> do you think that his watches ran according to the time that he felt in there or ran according to real time? I think real, real time. time. Okay. Well, look, look at that. Look at that. Look at what? Just slipped away from me. <laughs> Are you okay? You okay? Are you okay? Yeah, we're asking if you're okay. Okay, well, I'm asking if you're okay. And, it and like, I'm saying yes, I'm okay. Are okay, you okay, I'm glad to hear that you're you okay. Let's go to the okay. information desk. We, we did, did that. that. <clears throat> Great. Everyone's okay then. You're not. You know what? Let's find a bird. I'm a bird. <laughs> not you're, right now. I'm a different you're bird. You're a different bird, yes. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> so we cut to in front of the stables. Uh, I think the stables is like a big building that looks like a big bird cage. Okay. Like they're up. It's a big round like kind of like, building with cages goes all around yeah. that goes all the way like super high up. Mm-hmm. And you can see that like a lot of the cages have banners on the outside that say like sold or rented or what have you. Uh, Just married. <laughs> Dead. Just divorced. <laughs> uh, there's a, a lot of people that like similarly there. Sick. There's a line of people for like a tour group. There's a line of people for like riders who are looking to get in but once again the bodyguards that you're with escort you to the front of those lines uh so that you can bypass all of that, that you see that, that yeah same kid is in the line again he flips you off twice <laughs> <laughs> you enter this magnificent place that just smells awful just so bad absolutely absolutely bad there are giant newspapers that people are <laughs> lighting the, the newspapers are pages. bigger <laughs> They print them specifically. No one reads them. These are printed specifically. Oh, yeah. The size of newspapers in our world, it's determined by the size of birds. (laughs) If birds were bigger, newspapers would be humongous. (laughs) (laughs) Just just think about it logically for a second. Uh, Imagine if all birds were tiny. They'd be so hard to read those newspapers. (laughs) They'd be pamphlets. I'm so upset. Uh, And you are guided by. Your bodyguards over to uh, someone who is dressed incredibly colorfully. It is a uniform that you see other people wearing, but uh, it's a coat with tails, and it's just like super, super colorful. They look like a big uh, macaque. They look like a bird. Yeah, they look like a big macaw. I mean, they're not a bird person, but they're dressed in a you know stylish kind of suit that is styled after a big parrot. Hello. Hello. We would like to see what I guess you have left. 
Well, uh, we, we do have several birds left, and I think you're going to just love them. Before we get started, though, I need to know what kind of bird you're looking for. Fast. A fast one. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Is your name also Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> no, my name's not Tiffany. It's Jared, actually. Oh, okay. And there are subtle differences in the voice. If you were fucking listening, you would know. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> Great. Weird. I can see you're going to be a fun group to work with. Oh, you have no idea how fun we'll be. I assume you have a lot of money? We are uh, working with the broker. We are on credit. Okay, good. And we're just we're just looking. We're not necessarily looking to buy or rent. We're just seeing what's available. Okay. Uh fast birds. Well, uh fast and and pretty. I want like the best looking fastest bird. Now that is a good question. So fast it's dangerous. Hey, Travis? Hmm? You haven't ridden a bird in a long time. I am a bird. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have, like, the Chocobo theme music playing mm. underneath this the whole time? We can get that. I think... Bird roster. Yes, I do have a bird roster. Jesus Christ. Yeah, very prepared all and the time. The audience voted on this bird, so... Oh, it's this fucking bird? Mm-hmm. He asked for the fastest and the prettiest. I thought it was going to be an enemy bird. Uh, so, I mean, it was until he asked for the fastest and prettiest bird, and I needed a bird for him. Okay. Um... <laughs> It still could be if you can't afford it. A frenemy bird. Uh, so you climb the staircase uh, up to the third level. This is a little bit fancier than the lower levels. Those birds weren't very fast. They're just like birds that are fun to ride or, or work birds. And like the majority of those are sold. This uh, up on the third level, there are pools massive pools for waterfowl there there are of course you know cages for birds that that are not quite that but you are taken to one of the pools and you see a duck behind a cage um it's just a duck this duck looks rad as hell and i will pull up the picture for you now so you can see this duck look at my duck this is my duck there's your duck hell yeah that's what? a duck, can confirm. What? <laughs> That's a mean-ass duck. Yeah. I'll take the mean duck, please. No, don't, <laughs> don't know its stats yet. Well, first of all, this is Ferdinand. Okay. Uh, Ferdinand is a red-breasted merganser. They are the fastest ducks in the world. Uh, and this one's got a bit of a temperament. Is that land speed, water speed, or air speed? Uh, air speed. Okay, fastest. good. Good, this is an air race, so that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm I, sorry, are you sure? I, I, like I said, this bird has a bit of a temperament, so I wouldn't want Oh, to. I think I can handle it. <laughs> Travis? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Travis? Mm-hmm. Just calm. How about you? If you're mean to him, it will be more expensive. Can this bird handle me? Because I've got a bit of a temperament. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm betting it probably can. It is much larger than you by a lot. I'll take that bet. The bet that it's bigger than you? <laughs> I will win that bet. I guarantee it's bigger you that. Than no, you. the bet that it can handle me. Oh. Because I don't think it can. Well, I can leave you to get acquainted with Ferdinand, or it sounds like you're ready to make the sale, and gosh, I would love that so much. Well, we're probably just going to rent. Uh, let, let, give us a moment, if you could. Uh, gladly. <laughs> I mean, renting, you're just kind of throwing the money away. You buy it, you can build up equity. <laughs> the equity of this duck? Yeah. But the upkeep, we would have to purchase new materials and housing and We food. already got three birds. Three birds is, four three birds is barely more make, than three. We need to make a fourth cage. Ferguson, come here. His name is Jared. The no, I was talking is to the Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yes, that's what I said, Ferguson. <laughs> uh, you approach the cage and the duck sort of like flares its wings. You can feel... <laughs> Feel the power of the air rushing past you as it aggressively postures in front of you. I like this one. Travis, I've won. I just want to check. You haven't flown all that much. I fly all the time. You you know that this is different. I believe in you, Travis. Thank you, Jonnet. I mildly hope that it will be okay, but I need you to consider what your capabilities are. Worst case, I fall. I mean, you could fall a long distance. Have you ever 
here's a question. Let's whisper. Have you ever mortally hurt yourself before you changed? Mm. Absolutely. In your history, you must have, yeah. especially with who you are. Because as long as I'm <laughs> still alive when I change, I'm fine. Yep. Yeah. As long as my hit points don't go down below. Yes, I've gotten a scrape or two in my day. Yeah, let's let's get this bird. Okay. We can no, the two of us will be speed, you'll be power, and this race is gonna be ours. All right. If you say so. I wanna buy the bird. You wanna buy, buy it? it? We have it's on credit. It's we not don't... our money. Yet. But it will be. Will you promise to take care of it? We've already got three birds. It'll be fine. Yeah, but a fourth bird is a lot of responsibility. And then I'm going to be the one who ends up taking care of your bird. <laughs> Thank you for that offer. No! I accept. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I heard some excited shouting, so I imagine I'm very close <laughs> to being rid of you. Uh, <laughs> we are going to purchase the bird. Purchase? Yes. We want to build equity in this bird. I mean, as soon as you drive a bird, it loses like a. If you take it off the lot, it loses like a third of its value. Uh, I guess, unless you live in the bird. It's 10%, yeah. Uh, And if you have trouble convincing the broker that we do have these intentions, we do plan, if we lose, to leave the bird with him. Oh, okay. So you want to rent the bird for. You realize that's going. You're going to end up spending much more money. Then what? Okay, if you were to take the bird now and buy it upon the condition of it winning, if you were to win the race of Bujanith, that would uh, drive the price of this bird up considerably. Like winning an Iarpiora, you would be able to stud the bird immediately for gobs and gobs of money. Just so much. Good to know. Good to know. know. I mean, we already knew, but that's good to know. Good to know. Let's do that. We're going to make this bird fuck. (laughs) Okay. I want a clean take of that. What did you just say? We're going to make this bird fuck. (laughs) Johnny, could you just say it again? (laughs) We're getting some some distraction in the background. Can you say that one more time? We're going to make this bird fuck. Okay, so Jeremy, we're going to make this bird fuck. So you're, I'm getting that you're buying the bird now. Yes. And you're going to try and stud it or sell it regardless after the competition? Yes. That actually doesn't matter. You're buying the bird. Yes. Okay. I will inform you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you did say the broker is providing credit line for mm-hmm. you? All right, then. I will ring that up for you. What's that tone? I don't know. I don't like it. Hmm. There's your bird for the competition, Johnny. Thank you. <laughs> There's your There's dumb your dumb bird, Johnny. <laughs> There's your fucking bird. Birdenand. Good job. <laughs> Can't wait to see this bird fuck. So while Jonnet and Travis go sign the paperwork necessary to buy a duck, which good for you. You've, yes, you've we purchased did a bird. I think Gable sees a familiar person wandering around uh, up on the fourth floor. There's like another ring of, you know, progressively fancier birds. I think this was the level with race birds. Mm-hmm. The level up is show birds. Yeah. So it's wild looking things. Looking at toucans and nonsense. Flamingos. Yeah. There's got to be a flamingo there. The biggest flamingo in the world. It's huge. It's too big. It's got to be so like big. 30 feet tall. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, thank you. <laughs> cool. uh, I was supposed to meet you on the west side. I'm sorry. Oh, hi. hi. Uh, no need to apologize. The, the, the lovely bird you're looking at. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite shaped like it. Looking up at this big flamingo, it's... Unsettling, yeah. Really unsettling. Yeah, right? Very strange legs. Did you buy anything? Or rent, I suppose? Uh, yes, we uh, are our, cur- our current bird stock, as it were. is um, We have a very fancy little number called Lucas, and he... I love him to death, but he is not a fast boy. Okay, okay. So he's he's gonna. We'll probably be seeing Lucas in the show. We'll see. He's temperamental, and we also have another bird not named Caramel, who is just 
the worst, but people seem to love him. Oh, uh, what, what, what kind of bird is caramel? So, a white raven. Very unusual. Ooh, yeah. Like natural white? Yes. You know they'll test for that. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not. I wouldn't paint a bird. <laughs> you would be surprised. Really? Uh, especially for the show portion. There are so many people that will try to pass off like all white or all black variants of, of certain birds. You can't do that. You can do it with magic. Well, it's actually a common that. piracy technique. Interesting. Yeah, they'll they'll black a bird's feathers so they can't get picked up over the night sky and oh. sail down to a ship. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. So, <laughs> what do you what do you do? Are you a red feather flyer? No, I'm just a privateer. Well, a privateer. That's oh actually... no, I didn't know. That's not what that means in here. No, uh, uh, mer- uh merchant, just merchant. Okay, yes. a, a merchant. Um, who's your sponsor this year? Uh, the broker. Uh, good luck with that, then. I guess I, I haven't seen you around before. You wouldn't know. I used to fly with the broker. Oh. Yeah, I, I, they, he was my sponsor for the last couple of years, and I finally broke away. But he's got an eye for talent, broke so... Broke away from the brokers. <laughs> I don't know much about the man. I just go where the money is. Did everything was it a foul parting? The broker is very into control, Mm -hmm. um, and he likes to own things. And I'm not a thing. Gable takes out the flask that they keep at their belt (laughs) (laughs) and hands it over to Hildred and says, "Well, I'll cheers to that." (laughs) Uh, Hildred smiles and takes a swig. I'm sure the deal that you have with him is fine. Especially if you're not typically on the circuit. I feel like I would have recognized you. I'm, I am hard to hide, aren't I? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like it's so offensive to keep... Ref- you're very tall. Very tall, yes. You're very tall. It's very cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry that our interactions have been a little bit awkward. I... I'm alone very often, and being in the city is often draws quite a few looks and puts you on the defensive. To your benefit, it would seem. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I, I do enjoy the attention, and it's it's nice to come to Iorpiora and have everybody know your name and, and want to buy you a drink. But and it, try to kill you. Yeah, there's that part of it, too. Does that happen very often? This is the first year. Um, I was worried that it might have been the broker, but I know I'm, I'm thinking that it might not be now. What makes you think that? To be fair, we didn't do any investigation after I sort of body slammed him, so maybe I should have followed up. Uh, uh, I mean, that's very, that's very sweet, but you, you don't have any responsibility to do any of that, and I'm, I'm sponsored by, by a good team um so we should all have the responsibility to prevent terrible things from happening huh you know that makes sense hearing it out loud but there aren't many people who actually think that way like a lot of people talk that way but i guess you did sort of choke slam somebody into a table i did do that i did do that it's hard for me to ignore people i see a lot I guess it's probably close to how I feel about competition. I can't not be here. Like, I know it's dangerous. It is. But I I see people jousting and I, I just have to be a part of it, you know? Like, there's something that calls to me about it. Some people might call that ego. <laughs> I, I guess, but I wouldn't care if the crowds were here, you know? I just want to figure out who's best. And it's a real specific thing, you mm-hmm. know, that there, there are only like two or three cities where I can really do this. Have you gone much out into the rest of the world outside of your circles? I mean, I came up in that. I wasn't always doing this. 
I used to be a Corsair. Really? Yeah. When I was much, much younger, um, I was on, I wasn't really a ship. I was on a mountainside that was near a red feather, like pass through and I would fly a bird and steal cargo. Oh, that's by yourself? Well, no, there, there was, uh, team of us. We were pretty successful for like two or three years. And then the Red Feathers found us. um, As they tend to do. And most of them ended up either hanging or in prison. And I got an offer and I took it. You took it. I hope you don't feel bad about that. I do. You shouldn't. I, it's so weird coming from you. you. You were moments ago just saying that when you can do something, you, you've got to step in and do it, right? Yes. Standing up for what's right is important. But how can you do that if you're dead? She's thoughtful. I guess you're right. We all have to make bargains over the course of our lives, you know? How did someone as young as you get so wise? You flatter me. I must be five years older than you, but like you are clearly more experienced than I am. And just a merchant? Only in certain arenas. How old do you think I am? Just curious. I don't know. Maybe 28? Hmm. Because that strikes Gable like Gable hasn't really ever thought about how old they looked. But that's... I mean, you could be in your 30s. You just don't have any lines on your face. And you said you were a merchant, right? So, yes. It's a hard lived, hard life. May I? Uh, she reaches for your hand. Uh, sure. She grabs your hand to study it. You don't really have calluses either. She's moving her fingers along the lines of your palm. Your lifeline is very strange, actually. I pull my hand back. I'm... I'm I'm sorry, I don't really go in for... (laughs) Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) I mean, it's just a thing that I picked up when I was, you know, in my circus days. Um, (laughs) Circus days. So, How uh, many lives have you lived? For the Red Feather, I got got an infantry draft, Mm -hmm. essentially. And I was theirs for a long time until someone bought out my debt to society and put me in a circus and shortly after that I started jousting and eventually I was able to buy out my debt and now I'm totally a free person and I just joust for the fun of it. Really? You made it out? I mean, yeah. Who's your sponsor this year? Just you? I'm sponsoring myself. That's the thing. I put together my own team of people last year. I, I identified people and I told them that I couldn't afford to pay them anything. But if we won, or even if we got in second place, like there's so much that we can do with that. We're we're on the verge of doing something really great. That's incredible. Thanks. But yeah, I'm I'm not everybody's into that. I, According to palmistry, though, you're going to live a very long time, so <laughs> bully to you. From, from your mouth to whomever's ears. <laughs> yes, uh, according to some people, they might be dead, though, so. Uh, who knows? <laughs> um, I'm glad that I got to talk to you. I am glad that I got to talk, too. I usually talk to people who already know everything about me or people Same, who... or who assume a lot about you. Yes, Exactly. exactly. It's hard. <clears throat> I don't get the chance to talk about myself that often. So thank you. Oh, I feel like you've hardly talked about yourself at all. But that's quite a bit for me. So <laughs> <laughs> um this might seem like a strange request especially because uh it's Irpiora and all that, but I don't want to cross any lines. I don't know anything about What's normal or not here? She takes a moment 
and like I think nervously plays with something on her outfit. I feel like she's she's got a necklace uh, mm-hmm. that's mostly like steel and some sort of rope. Mm-hmm. And she looks up at Gable. There's a very intense connection between their eyes for a second and says, can I kiss you? <gasps> Gable did not see this coming. Mm-hmm. Gable is like a, a wonderful, strong being who is emotionally dumb. Uh, <laughs> a dumb, dumb idiot. It's all right if the answer's no. Uh, I... No, 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 no. It's... I can't right now. She nods. You're not like anyone I've ever met. But that's very, very good. (laughs) You are an incredible woman. Please, you haven't even seen me fly yet. Oh, I'll see it. I'll beat you, but I'll see you. We'll we'll see about that. Okay. Hey, heroes, are you ready for the mid-roll? Was that good? I don't think that was good. First up, I want to mention something that I should have mentioned last week. During our scene with the reference desk, we found out a little about the Liquid Swords Monastery, which is actually a setting element that I didn't come up with. Over the past few months, I've hired freelancers to write setting elements for Skyjacks. Part of my goal with this setting is to make sure it includes a lot of different ideas, not just mine, and not even just from the main cast. I want Skyjacks to feel truly worldly, and to do that, I need perspectives from all sorts of people. So I reached out to a bunch of my friends, and I paid them for their ideas. The Liquid Swords Monastery was created by James Mendez Hodes, known as Lula Vampiro on Twitter, and the designer of the Thousand Arrows role-playing game. You might recognize him from his episode of Backstory and the sensitivity consulting he did on our episodes of Kagamatsu. You're going to be hearing a lot more about the Liquid Swords Monastery this arc, so stay tuned for that. But I wanted to make sure everybody knew that it was Mendez's idea. Hopefully I'll be able to share some of the setting writing he did with you very soon. And show off the work of the other amazing freelancers that I hired for this project. Heroes, I want to make sure everybody knows that this weekend we are doing our first Campaign Skyjacks live show here in Chicago at Stage 773. That's coming up on July 6th, and I think we still have like five tickets left. It is not many tickets left, so if you wanted to go to that show, you should buy your tickets immediately. And folks, it's not just us. Our friends from the Cryptid Keeper podcast are going to be doing a show as well. It's a doubleheader, and there are plenty of amazing guest stars that we're going to be bringing on for this one, so you don't want to miss it. Speaking of live shows, did you know that we're going to be at Gen Con this year? And at Gen Con, we're going to be doing a live show. And there are still tickets left for that, though we burned through like half of our tickets in the first week that sales were open. So you might want to book yours soon because it is starting to look like we're going to sell out. You can find the campaign live show along with the other great live programs that we're running like Neo Scum, The Broadswords, and System Mastery by heading to the events page on the Gen Con website and searching for One Shot Podcast. Speaking of Neo Scum, I want to send a huge shout out to Casey Tony and thank him for editing this show. He put in a lot of work yesterday and we really appreciate it. Casey, you're amazing and we love you. Folks, I've been seeing a lot of people excited on social media about our upcoming soundtrack album for Skyjacks, and I want to make sure that if you happen to be excited about it, that you know to go to bit.ly slash skyjackscrew and sign up for our mailing list. As soon as we have new information about that album, we will let you know through the mailing list. We've got some bonus art headed to the mailing list later today, so make sure you're signed up as soon as possible. Before we get back to the show, I want to thank all of our backers on Patreon. Thanks to your support last month, we're going to have another month of weekly Skyjacks. And before we get back to the show, I want to thank some of our backers individually. Kayla Fouch, thank you so much. Luana Sorensen, thank you. Jacob Wilberg, thank you very much. Deanna Minasane, thank you so much. Ryan Hockley, thank you. Kai Strom, thank you very much. Joseph Holtgren, thank you so much. Akolai, thank you very much. Josie Baker, 
Thank you so much, Josie. AJ Jagley, thank you very much. Too Big, a Too Chungus, thank you so much. Trenton Price, thank you. Christopher T. Peridon, thank you very much. The Granger Zone, thank you so much. Brody Williams, thank you very much. Nicholas Slows, thank you. Reed Hadley, thank you so much. Sam Perkis, thank you, Sam. Sebastian Hensel, thank you. And Zach Reynolds, thank you so much for your support. Without you, we wouldn't be able to afford to pay our amazing editor, Casey, and we could not make this show. I really do sincerely appreciate all the support people lend us through Patreon. It's changed my life. Finally, folks, I'm going to be trying something different this month. It's going to be a little weird. On July 26th, we're going to take the first episode of Skyjacks, and we're going to stream it on Twitch. Everybody will be able to hang out in the chat together and react to the episode in real time. I'll also be there to provide you with some behind-the-scenes tidbits. If you've got a friend and you've been looking for an excuse to try and get them into Skyjacks, that's going to be a good opportunity to get them hooked. And if you want to meet some other Skyjacks fans, what better way to do it? That's going to be July 26th at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. So mark your calendars. If people like it, I might make it a bit of a regular thing. With all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. I think you've you've made around and mm-hmm. seen all sorts of strange fancy fancy boys and girls. I th- like like big parrots, uh big birds of paradise, like mm-hmm. like those weird birds that fan out their bodies to do their mating dance, a big blue-footed booby cuz it's just got a very dumb as hell. They're dumb as hell. They got a very fun name and blue feet. Who yes. doesn't love that? I love that. And you've come back to the the towering monster that is the flamingo it's i I think you you can hear it just like sucking in the water to get at the shrimp which must be enormous i guess they're full ass prawns Prawns, yeah yeah Yeah, they're they're, they're just big old prawns um and it it crunches them up and Mm -hmm. like slurps them down and the moment is certainly less romantic than perhaps either of you would hope. But there's another moment of eye contact between the two of you and a silent and fond goodbye. I want to cut to the evening. Where are you eating together? It's like the equivalent of a McDonald's. <laughs> Maybe a Panera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some with a fast casual. So it's outside the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how late is it? Um, I mean, it, we do need to check back in with Drew. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be around five p.m. Like I'm assuming that when I say where are you eating, I'm assuming you're you've gone back after your long day of shopping yes. and yeah, information. Because everyone's going to bed at seven to buying. get nice and rested for the day. There's no way I could fall asleep at seven. Well, we're no. gonna make you try. You shouldn't say fall asleep. He didn't say fall asleep. He said going to bed. Going to I'm bed. not. Go- I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you just make your own rules now, huh? Yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Am I a bird or a man now? Is the sun set? Oh, um, yeah. oh the yeah, the sun is about to set. So I like I think it's evening. Uh, we're so we're like eating and then on a patio. I, I like look at my watch and I say, <laughs> if you'll excuse me. <laughs> uh, and Travis goes to the restroom. He's gonna turn into a bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody, there's a bunch of cracking noise. <laughs> he's turning into a bird. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> hey, man, you're not gonna flush? <laughs> Unbelievable. A, bir- a bird flies out. <laughs> that bird's not gonna flush? Come on. Uh, Why am I pooping so much? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the illness. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> the the sort of normal amount of bowel movements is anywhere from three times a day to three times a week. I don't let you do bowel week. movements. Get in my sack. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's your such first, a wide. Your first mistake was leaving the sack. You got to get back in the sack. Honey, <laughs> wants his back in the sack? I'm sorry. 
I don't want to poop at the sack. <laughs> you should, you should you have don't want that before you agreed to polyamory. You don't want me to poop at the sack either. <laughs> Nobody here wants me to poop at the sack. Nobody poop at the sack. <laughs> And I mean, I know there's one person who's going to be mad, madder than anyone if I poop in the sack and she's the one holding the sack. Have people have been pooping in the sack. Is that what I'm understanding? We're just four, we're just four men who love the same woman. We got to poop in a sack. Right? That's not true. There's just no way to live. Look, we could, we could all be. Shut up! I'm just explaining to them that I don't want to poop in the sack because I think that would be bad for everyone. Poop in my sack. See, I told you she wouldn't want us to poop in the sack. Well, I've been, oh, then, honey, we need to have a conversation because I've been pooping like hell in that sack. <laughs> family, family meeting, family meeting. Let's all get in the, in the sack for a family meeting. Just so I'm clear, if you can all understand each other, then I don't need to be here. <laughs> My job is done. Oh, God. Uh, why does it keep quantum leaping to the same time and place just as different people, like, around here? That's weird. And just to uh, translate accents. <laughs> <laughs> we so we're, we're I think Travis flutters up to oh, the dinner God. table just at the same time as a crow lands on the dinner table. The crow has a vial that's like attached to its leg. It takes the vial off its foot and like pecks at it until it shatters. There's a red liquid that's inside it that looks very much like blood and it evaporates and the bird breathes it in. <gasps> and then coughs. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, can everyone hear me? Whoa. Can everyone, is the connection established? Yes. Ah. I, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't have time to leave the office tonight. Uh, Are you kidding me right now? This is wild. I just wanted to be sure that we went over our finances really quick. Um, uh -huh. I've, I've registered your, your final bird, Ferdinand. That's uh -huh. great. It does appear that uh, there might have been an error uh, because it, I believe this is a purchase and not a rental. You know, that's not an error. We're... Whatever the cost, when that bird fucks, and that bird will fuck, we'll get our money back tenfold. We are, are you? You're, I'm sorry. You're planning on studying the bird? Did I stutter? Oh, our intent. Oh, are you in? You're, you intend to win the race? Absolutely. That's wonderful news. That, that, that will Why work? does everyone think that we want to get disqualified from this race? <laughs> no, no, I didn't imagine that you would be disqualified. I imagine you'd just accumulate some amount of points in order to be seated for the joust. But if if you plan on winning the race, that's great. I'm I have every bit of confidence in you. And should you lose the race, we'll obviously settle up later. I have a quick question. Can you see us? Uh, no. Good. <laughs> uh, uh, what an excellent question. Yeah. That was a very good question, Travis, and good question. Thank you. I should have asked it much earlier. So we all should have. Not, not everyone is familiar with this form of folk magic. It's, it's very difficult to do. It's, it's very spooky. Yeah, it's, it's kind of freaky. You should be very proud of the, the work that you've done. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So I, I've registered a, a team of, of three riders. Uh, I mean, uh, Red-Breasted Merganser, that is going to be an Excellent addition, especially if you plan to win the race. We do. We're Great. gonna we're gonna win it. I am calling to inform you that I have arranged a meeting for after the race uh, about the sale of the feather weave, and I just wanted to review with you the the parties that are interested. If uh, you have the time for that. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. We've got three parties that I believe are interested and can afford the amount that you're selling. The first is a member of the Red Feather Reclamations team? No. Uh, uh, no, thank you. You are going to refuse their presence. No, I did... I do hate to be a stickler about this. I did ask in advance if we would be okay with meeting with the Red Feather. This is just the Reclamations team. They're not going to attack you on my territory, certainly. They have an offer. I believe it might drive up the prices of the other offers that are in, so I think... I think it is probably pretty important to meet with them. I did say there were only three people that I think could afford this. That's true. What are the other offers? Well, the next comes from a representative of the Tempest Armada. That is the Bandit Queen's fleet. I figured you'd appreciate that. That's fun, yes. It's more our brand, yes. And the, the final is a, a privateer representing a very wealthy family uh, wants to start their own fleet. What's the name of the family? Uh, Youngblood. So lots of money. 
lots of money. I, I don't know if you know anything about peerage, but they're very wealthy. Who's offering the most? Well, that is sort of going to be determined in a live bidding meeting that will yeah. happen after the race. I just wanted to make sure these were okay. I can throw out the Red Feather offer. No. It just makes the Young Blood offer and the the Tempest Armada offer probably going to come out lower because they won't be bidding against the Red Feathers. I mean, I would kind of rather if we didn't have to deal with the Young Bloods either. Well, we can't get rid of two of the... We have a third. If you would just like to sell to the Tempest Armada, I can arrange that. It will be a much lower bid. Oh, personally, I would like the most money possible. Let's entertain all three. Okay, great. I, I will set up the meeting. Again, you have nothing to worry about. You are under my protection. And I think this is going to be a very lucrative deal for everyone. Hey, broker, real quick. You've been here for a while, right? Oh, yes. How old are you? I am only 24. What? Good for you. Years? Wow. Years, yes. I, I'm not the first broker. Mm -hmm. I'm just the most recent ascendant to the title. Mm. And so you've put a lot of people under your protection before, right? Yes. Have you ever, has anyone ever, you know, found themselves dead while under your protection? Under my protection, no. There have been people placed under the broker's protection in the past who have died but that doesn't yeah. happen anymore okay everyone is very clear on the rules and what happens to people who violate the rules i know that sounded like a threat i'm Did, hearing that yeah, very yeah, much yeah, uh, and plus this again, is coming from a bird this is, this yeah. is a, a threat in your favor okay oh, in your favor oh. that's a good threat mm -hmm. yes is oh. draft with us or no no okay hotel Okay. I, I, I really sincerely wish Dreth had been with us. Um, but yeah, you agreed to meet at a restaurant. Well, uh, with all that out of the way, I will see you on the racetrack tomorrow. I'm looking forward to watching your victory. Well, we're looking forward to winning. With that, the red energy that kind of had flowed into this bird leaves the bird and it drops dead on the table. Jeez! Oh. Um, Why? Dead bird on the table you're eating at? And, and there's broken glass on that table now. <laughs> shortly, shortly after uh, the, a larger the bird, bird dies, eats yeah, it. Oh, a, <laughs> a buzzard pops down and grabs that bird and flies away. That is the most wasteful means of communication <laughs> I have ever heard. Well, maybe he's going to eat the bird. I guess, but he had to keep on making Wait, other ravens. The broker's <clears throat> office is right across the street. I can see him in the window. <laughs> he's waving at me. He shuts the mouth real quick. He hides under his desk and it's a glass desk and you can just see him <laughs> hiding under the desk god sheesh 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 let's go back to the hotel room. yeah please let's go let's go back to the hotel Cut back in and we've filled in dref on the thing i think we come in like talking about the different offers right oh, yeah, it's yeah. like oh there's oh we could i don't want to sell the red feathers well in love well, yeah but bloods. you know the young bloods it's just like a, a thing that i don't know I, they just give me a a weird vibe you know yeah they have such money to spare. The money that they spend trying to find our information and the money they yeah. want to spend on the feather weave. Yes, as long as we get money, why does it matter? Well, morally, it's not. Oh, now we're worried about morals? I get. I get. I know it's never been a problem for you, but some of us have other backgrounds. <laughs> Angeling. Mm. If I might interrupt, I have uh, analyzed some of the strategies from. Uh, 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 um, past winners of the um, 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 race, uh, and I believe I have a, a, a strategy that I, I, I think would be b best adopted. Great, Waiting. we'll all be getting disqualified. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you earnestly think that's where I was going with what I was about to say? My God, of course not. I don't. Oh, mm -mm. So. <laughs> The strategy would be uh, mm, to win as many points as possible. Are uh, you kidding? The the, the way. Okay, <laughs> finish, Travis. Travis, you tell me how you think. <laughs> I'm just going to win the race. No. Mm, okay. <laughs> so winning the race is not as important as uh, mm, mm, taking the uh, mm, championship banner at the end of the race. Mm -hmm. uh, that is going to be worth mm, more points, and getting as many banners from. Ch Mm, checkpoints is what you are going to want to do to get the most points. Yes. Me and Jonna can worry about that. We have promised that Travis will win the race. We've spoken <laughs> with the broker you, and promised you, that we would. You, you, well, that we intend to. We intend and to. And we put, we bought we a bought bird on the bird. credit. 
The broker's credit. The broker's You credit. see, it's a very strong, very pretty fast bird, and we're going to make it fuck. With the intention, we we bought the bird with the intention of, if it wins, it'll be put out to stud, and we'll make the broker a lot more money. And Placing first in the race? Yes. Okay. Does that... Uh, mm- Mean uh, coming in first or, or or picking up the championship banner? We didn't clarify. Well, that, I mean, I feel we? like you could probably. They would probably be. You'd probably be able to stud out is, either one. Is of that those birds. getting the most points in the race or being first in the race? I, I think being first. just being part of the winning team would qualify a bird to stud easily. Okay. 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 Unless they perform notoriously poorly in the event. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So yes, the most. Points is still going to be the way for you to be the winning team. Mm-hmm. Um, fastest, most banners, most checkpoints. I'm not especially worried about our strategy. I'm. <laughs> 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 but uh, if we have two things to do tomorrow, we have a race, but we also have to negotiate for the sale. And I think we should be discussing that in as near as much detail. Why are we negotiating? Why isn't the broker negotiating on our behalf? Well, we isn't don't... that the point of hiring a broker? Well, I thought he was just supposed to find the people. Well, I thought he was going to broker the deal. We just have to figure out who we want to sell to. Mm-hmm. Do you have any opinions? Best offer. Agreed. Okay. It seems more complicated than that, but I guess hopefully that's it's going to be it. complicated enough that you need to sort it out in a live conversation for sure. I can okay. guarantee that. <laughs> Well, I mean, so we got a lot of different offers. Um, what are the offers? Well, we've got the the red feathers. They they want the. I mean, it's a reclaiming uh, reclam rec, what? reclamation Re- reclamation. Uh, I uh, guess division. But I'm sorry. What are the offers? Well, we don't know yet. They, oh, so we don't have any offers. No, we have three interested parties, and they will be doing a live bidding. bidding. Perfect. Well, the highest offer. Agreed. We'll sell it to the Red Feathers. The I would really rather prefer we didn't. Why? We spent so much blood and time taking it away from the Red Feathers. I don't appreciate the irony of selling it back to them, even if it means we take their money. I don't. It doesn't feel right. That is how these things work. They have the most money, and the it's their goods. They have the incentive to buy it back. Who was the second group? The Tempest Armada. Uh, there was also the Tempest Armada, who was interested. I mean, they, they're another uh, sort of a they're pirates. Pirate, pirate ship, kind of like ours. And, and For the got... Bandit Queen? Yeah, the Bandit Queen's Navy. Yeah. That feels better to me. And then, and then the third was... Are we was... trying to feel good about... I mean, should we could just give this to poor children if we wanted to feel good? <laughs> for, for, agreed, one hundred percent. Yes, we're 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 vibing right we now, stole, my man. We stole goods, bounty, cargo. We are trying to keep the Uhuru in the air. The quartermaster is the only one doing their job right now. It's just that I, <laughs> all I'm saying is, if we want to sell it to the Red Feathers back again, that's fine. All right. It's but just it's, I got a, I got a weird vibe from that young blood guy. Okay, he, he, I don't know if I would feel comfortable with it, but if it's, I'm not the captain, and I didn't, you know, it's not all my feather weave. The well, less none ties, of us are the yes, that's true. Well, yeah. No matter what, when we sell, we have a tie. And a way and a back channel for people to find us. I'm sorry? If we sell to the young bloods, even with the most high promises from the broker, they could still track us down. It's a security issue. Why do you think that they could track us down? Because they're very wealthy. And well they're they're always wealthy. <laughs> yes. Our actions don't influence their wealth. Also, if we sold them goods. Why would they have an incentive? Isn't the point of hiring a broker so that we don't have to reveal they are an intermediary? But I mean, specifically the young bloods, they were he's trying to start his own fleet and it feels he it feels like he's kind of privateering. He's hunting pirates. We'd he, be selling him the gear to hunt us. Yes, we sell it to the Red Feather Syndicate, it's the same way. We sell it to other pirates, it's the same way. The sky is a dangerous place. No one is our friend or ally here. And if we do have friends and allies, they're as poor as we are. 
Anyone that we give this much featherweave to is going to be an enemy, but hopefully the money that they give us will turn us into a more formidable adversary. I couldn't agree more. <sighs> this is unnerving. You're just you're just saying all the right stuff. <laughs> well, uh, it makes me it makes me feel like I'm not. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> you pecked me. He pecked me. <laughs> There's no, will no one do anything? There's a high five. <laughs> he offered you a high five. I didn't want it. He flew down and pecked me. <laughs> Trev, so, th- you have to meet him at the high five. You, you peck him and then we'll see who. No, because you're big. John, up top. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Gable, up top. You're giving them wing. You're giving them wing and I got beak. Well, because you didn't, you didn't return the wing with your hand, your man wing. <laughs> Up top. Ow! <laughs> I don't understand the rules. I feel like I'm being tricked. Well, then fine. Well, they will sell it to whoever. Fine. It's fine. Jonnet, let's go do more push-ups. We, there's been like, we started the morning doing, uh, working out and then we did nothing for hours. We did cardio. As, Lots of walking and standing. As your doctor, I <laughs> recommend this, uh, exercise routine. The body needs time for rest. We'll go to bed at nine o'clock exactly. You should also push to exhaustion. And it seems like what you're doing is a couple of push-ups. Can someone pour me a this little? This can't have returns. A little champagne. I want to wet my beak, as it were. Oh, and you can't stick your head inside the bottle? Well, no. It'd be funnier if you tried. I'm not going to do that. It'd I'll... be funny, though. But when I drink from a glass, I will look like one of those little bird toys. Oh, oh yes, fun. I want to see that. Yes, I'll pour you some. We shouldn't be rewarding his poor behavior. <laughs> What's poor about this behavior? Well, technically, we're all behaving like poor people because we don't want to make money. <laughs> Well, I did. Not That's me. True. We're all Up top. Right now. No, no, please, no. Please, you have your champagne. Here. Let's all go to sleep. I love that Drev is being bullied by a bird. <laughs> I can't hit a bird. <laughs> Got all oh, the bones. You can't. <laughs> Don't hit a bird. Uh-huh. Don't hit a bird. I'd like to see you try. I, sh- I, would, I could pay a bird to hit this bird. <laughs> I want to. I think mean? we're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? We just go to sleep? <laughs> I think we're uh, okay, now the next um, eight episodes will be us sleeping in real time. Crazy dreams. <laughs> so, Crazy yeah. dreams. <laughs> I think, folks, we open on the racetrack. You are on the pitch. The pitch is a special event space that has been created for this competition. You are standing on a massive stretch of feather weave that has been generously donated for this competition. Not donated, but has been provided for this competition by the Red Feather Syndicate. There is a massive red feather insignia, a single red feather presented as a ring. And you can see hundreds of competitors around you are on their griffins ready to take off. There is a group of racers who are either favored to win or sponsored by incredibly wealthy donors who are at the front of the pack. So you can see Hildred's team, Hildred hailing to represent the summer neighborhood for the Black Dahlias. Hildred has with her her Peregrine Falcon victory, and it looks like she's got just one teammate for this competition, someone riding a spur-winged goose named Bills, Bills, Bills. No. (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) Ugh. You can see uh, slightly behind her and her group riding in favor of the winter neighborhood, Youngblood riding his bird, Aristocracy, a massive golden eagle, the largest bird that is anywhere on this lineup for the race. Um, And shortly behind them, uh, behind his group, he he does have... uh, Actually, you know, no, he is riding alone. There is... That's uh, very emo. Yeah. (laughs) I ride alone. I ride alone. I ride alone. alone. Uh, Behind him is you and your group. Please describe what everybody looks like for race day in the competition. 
Travis is using his uh, hands like feet and his feet like hands <laughs> to put his goggles on his face. Um, Looks a bulba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean we're all in our we're all in our spooky racing uniforms. Oh yeah, all of our masks are mm-hmm. skeletons. Skeletons. Except Dref is um, still in his like incognito disguise, very nondescript. <laughs> and I, I, we'll, we'll cut over to gotcha, Dref gotcha. in a second because th- these are the people who are on the pitch yeah. right now. So I think it's like yeah, with the the orange and the black is the mm-hmm. yes. Yep. John, it's got like a sort of like a vest ish thing going on. I, I imagine a little bit of like that Naruto Shippuden costume. Hell yeah. Yeah and. And he's got the mask on, and he's got, I guess, a, an orange bandana with his goggles on top of that. Actually, no, no bandana, just the goggles on his head. Excellent. What does Gable look like? You are, I guess, Jonnet is the person that you're expecting to. Who are you trying to set up to be the champion? Jonnet probably should get the flag, Dope. I think. And yeah. then the first person across the finish line should be Travis. Cool. Just making sure, because ducks will have some trouble grabbing the victory banner because they got little webo, webo feet. Webo feet. They got webo feet. Yeah, they got webo feet. Does that make sense? Web, Websty. Yeah. Webo feet. Webo feet. Webo. So Gable has outfitted themselves and the bird with a big long cloak mm-hmm. that's kind of covering a, a sack that they're holding on their back, and also the their two side sacks on either side of Metatron. And it is full of rope and other things that should be on the bird, like riding crops and things like that, but almost too many. So there's a lot of props and things that Gable could use if they wanted to. And then aside from that, they're dressed in all black. But instead of one of the masks that the broker provided, they just painted their face like a skull. Oh, yeah. That rules. So we pan out over the crowd. There is a massive crowd sitting in stands. There is a long sheet uh, that has been stretched through the field like so that people in stadiums can see on either side. And we can see in the middle there are these rough projections. It, it's not quite uh, like true footage, but there is some rough colors uh, that people can see, like blurry images of around the city that have been set up to project uh, on these sheets. Uh, Most people in the audience have some sort of spyglass that they'll be able to watch, like around the rest of the city. And as we are getting these shots around the rest of the city, we see Uhuru crew members together at key points close to checkpoints. They have a system of like flags with with different colors and checks on them at different points around the city. And in a central area from the hotel room, I believe, like from the roof of the hotel, probably like a patio, we can see uh, Spit who has like four spy glasses like <laughs> set up at key points around and he's like looking over a big point sheet like flags ready to signal around the city i want to be at the very end the last checkpoint oh okay where the victory banner is oh and okay. i do not want to be dressed i want to be like i said nondescript incognito just like a spectator not in any way like seemingly affiliated with the team okay I am going to be depending on you, JPC, to control the sideline actions for the race. So is Dref not doing those? If Dref is not doing those... Dref is planning... My plan for Dref is to help cheat to uh, make sure that our team wins the victory banner, which is the most points. Okay, cool. So, And he's intending to not get caught, and if he does get caught, he does not want to be affiliated with any one particular team. Perfect. I love it. So, yeah, you'll, you'll be doing that, which will be interesting. So with that, I think we're ready to begin the race. We were 
return to the audition table as a woman who appears to be in her mid-40s, uh, dressed a bit like a school teacher, walks up and puts a headshot and resume on the audition table and goes to take her seat on the stool. You first. Uh, oh, 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 um, my name is Edith Silvers. Your name is Eat at Silvers? N- no. Uh, Edith. As in Edith? Edith? John. Long John, John Silvers? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. No. 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 Okay. Yes. No. Sorry, we haven't eaten yet, and it's kind of on the brain, this, you know? What's this, your favorite restaurant? That would be TGI Skyjacks. Uh, okay, good. Would good you be willing to change your name to that? Eat oh, it. oh, wait, is that a requirement for the job? No, but be it'd cool. be nice. Be is, cool. it, is it common to do that? Uh, she takes out a pen and notepad and begins taking notes. Why are you writing? Eat it, Silvers. We, we, we got off on the wrong foot here. Uh, but please tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Well, I am an author and I am planning on writing a book about Skyjacks. Oh, it's one of these. Yeah. Okay. We're you want not, in, uh, you we're want in bed. To, yeah, we're yeah. really not trying to like have you Pretend turn like you're part our of story it. into like a bestseller. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm I'm merely trying to understand the trade so I can write about it more accurately. I I wouldn't be you know writing caricatures of any of the crew Jeff members that I did. Wormwood, six foot two, arms <laughs> like. Tawny bra- bronze muscles. Hmm? The uh, doctor with p- p- perfect ability for s- speech. I'm sorry, who is he describing? This is a character, just a f- free form brainstorm of a character for, 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 your, for your book. Okay, well, I mean, that's not exactly how this works, but sure, does anybody, since we're doing this, does anybody else have a free form character? Uh, Lance they... Dunkaroo. <laughs> he's, um, he's a, uh, he's a, he's. Four foot three, but he's got the legs of uh, 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 an Italian soccer. Italians don't exist here. A soccer player. Um, he's uh, he is great. Maybe he's a Japanese <laughs> oh, soccer player from like, Japan. Yeah, uh, I have a character. Um, it is uh, a person called Shrable, and they're a robot. <laughs> uh, a what? Uh, uh, oh, an automaton. I'm sorry. They're full of gears and also have two big fire cannon hands. <laughs> but how would they shake hands? And that's the great struggle of their life because they always yes. want to do business deals. Oh, that's meaty. I like that. Thank you. It's actually not meaty. Automatons don't have meat. Okay, so those I'm are I'm touching free. your face. Those I'm are, touching your face. Those are free. Oh, is this helpful to you in your book? Um... Not exactly, but it does make it sound like you're enthusiastic about having someone follow you along and and learn your way of life. Well, we do have uh, sort of a research position on the ship, but you will have to wait three months. Ethan Hawke is currently researching a role. Ethan Hawke. And once he's done, Mm -hmm. we we could obviously uh, consider having you on board. Yes, he is a hawk. Yeah, but he doesn't do. I mean, he's a he's a hawk, mm-hmm. but he is researching a role. Yeah, what's the role? Human. Okay, do the role of a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, I don't. In a hawk's lifetime is transformative. It's very short. short. Yes. I, I, I don't <laughs> mind being on the waiting list. Okay, to, great. To be on the crew. I, I I do want to learn as much about the trade as possible. So, if. You wouldn't mind, could I turn, take this opportunity to turn the interview around and ask you a couple of questions? <laughs> well, 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 I never. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Oh, if we're going to turn it around, let's do that thing where all of our chairs are turned around. It's like that other thing, the X Factor. Ah, uh, yes. You know, we all turn around, and then if we really like our question, we press a button and, and turn our chair around. We answer it. We answer it. That, 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 that's going to... Be a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're each going to kind of do our own thing, maybe I'll do sort of a bachelor. Yes. And um, I, at the end, I'll give you a rose if I want to um, answer your question. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I will. Uh, I will take everyone's uh, vote on if they will or will not answer the question, and I will tally the votes. And then whoever has the most votes will be off the island. Yes. Mm. Mm. And then at some point during uh, uh, y- y- your questioning, I will take a phone call from the banker who is up in the <laughs> office, and then we will determine which case to pick. 
You've all been fooled. I was the mole this whole time. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm lying. I was the celebrity mole. Oh! Who? <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. So what's your question? <laughs> We're done. She's already, she walking away. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Like Modifier. Modifier is an interview show hosted by Megan Dornbrock, all about why and how people change games. From the hobbyist to the professional, from house rules to publication, we all have in mind a better way to play. What's yours? You can find Modifier on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who could be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at ATPTunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends ne'er to rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky